You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. So much fundamental news out today, notably the US jobs data and also looking back over the last six months, I've been looking at the the numbers uh, and I've split the last six months into the first quarter and the second quarter and I must admit I've become very confused. So what I want to do now is get rid of the fundamentals and talk technicals and I'm talking to an independent technical analyst now, it's Christelle de Klerk who's speaking to us from KwaZulu-Natal in the Republic of South Africa and, and Christelle, when you look back at those last six months, Goodness me, your charts must have been all over the place, but exciting times at the same time. 100%. Lindsay, a clear V formation is visible if we look at the all share index. And interesting enough, we are consolidating above that 40 week moving average at the moment. And it tested it this week at 53,334 and immediately bounced from it. And that can be seen as a positive technical goodbye kiss if the momentum to the top continues. Now, the big question um, is, Lindsay, if this week's candle will remain a bullish engulfing candle, because last week I might be sitting here with a possible shooting star. Now, just to explain what a shooting star looks like, it's a candle with a small real body, preferably red, at the top of a rally with a long upper shadow. And that upper shadow tells us that the, the sudden pressure was fierce and that they were stronger, the sellers. But I can only call that a negative candle if the next candle, in other words, this week's candle, is a negative candle. And at the moment, it's not. So when the high of last week, which weights at 55,635, if that level changes into a support, we can assume then that any possible negativity is wiped off the table and the momentum to the top can continue. Now, targets windows are nice targets to the upside, and there is a window on the J203 that is waiting at 56,878. So, Lindsay, the big question is, will the buyers be strong enough to go and close that window? And the window almost works like a magnet. If there is oppositing poles towards one another, it attracts one another, so they come and they touch one another. But if there's both the North Pole and the North Pole from two batteries, you can't almost bring them close. So the, the idea is that the momentum to the bottom continues as long as the gap remains open, but it can also attract the possible buyers to go and close that gap. So now the big question is, what will they do when they enter that gap? And that is waiting at 56,666. And that's the high of the candle of the 24th of February, 2020. So it will be interesting to see, Lindsay, who is the strongest. At the moment, the fact that a 40-week moving average is seen as possible, as positive. But what will they do when they enter that window? Will they be strong enough to close it? Or will the sellers keep the momentum to the bottom in place? Or a possible turnaround? For more momentum to the bottom. What is your instinct, Christelle? Because I mean, you look that you look at the charts and you're talking very technically, and a lot, lot of people won't understand what you've just said. But on the other hand, you look at the short, the medium, and the long term. What is your sense now, looking at these things rather than the daily tiny movements? Tell me about what you think for the rest of the year on the on the on the old share. I know it's six months. I know it's a long time, and I know that you trade. You and your father and your your clients all trade quite uh, actively. But the longer-term view, what is it? Lindsay, our view is that the, the, the rally to the top was just too fast, 
too steep. And the, the expectation is that we might see a pullback first. And I know we said that before when, when you and I had our discussion, but technically it's just too fast, too soon. And even if I look at my stochastic indicator, which is just an indicator to show what is overbought or oversold. And at the moment that for the, uh, the stochastic indicator on the all share is sitting at 93. It means that elastic band is so stretched to the side that one or two things will happen. Either it's going to snap or some party, buyers or sellers, have to let go of it. So at the moment, that um, shooting, so possible shooting star candle of last week tells me we can maybe see a little bit of a pullback. But Lindsay, when that high of 55,635 changes into a support again, I must wipe my negative view off the table and assume that the momentum to the top will continue. We're above the 40-week moving average. That tells us the long-term sentiment for long-term bias is again positive. But interesting, Lindsay, the last five weeks candles on that J203 keeps on flirting around that 40 week. It's it's just as if there's not enough stamina to break it out to a side. And that tells us indecision. It tells us they are waiting and seeing to see what the information tells them and what they need to do. And that normally with an overboard indicator and a 93 normally rather brings that the probability is there that we'll rather see maybe a pullback first than more upside to the top. Okay, let's talk about the Dow Jones now. The Dow Jones has been given a huge boost from the fundamentals that I was talking about earlier on. But anyway, I've got the S&P up 1.6%. The Dow Jones is probably up around about uh, the, the same amount. So you won't have been able to take in, I don't think anyway, the movement in the last 35 minutes or so. Uh, but again, it really just does look quite buoyant. It looks as though it's going to test the old highs. What is so interesting, Lindsay, where we, when we look at the J203 local, we are above that 40-week moving average and have been hovering above it. But when we look at the Dow Jones, for the last four weeks, they have been below that 40-week moving average. And again, this week, they tested it at 26,208 and retraced from it. And that tells us negative. That tells us rather that the long-term sentiment, as long as that 40-week moving average remains a resistance, that the long-term sentiment towards the Dow is rather negative. Yeah. And what is also very interesting, um, Lindsay, is, again, there's a window at the top on the Dow Jones that is waiting between 28,750 and 28,896. And again, it can either close that gap, in other words, more buyers need to go and fill it, or we can assume that as long as that, that window remains open, we are going to start to see lower highs and more downside. And again, my Lindsay, my stochastic is heavily overboard. It's sitting on a 76. And even with those two moving average within the stochastic, still, still shows a little bit of upside. So that tells us that the big test will be that 40 week. Will there be enough buyers to change it into a support or not? And even last week's scandal on the Dow also has got a long upper shadow. It tells us the sellers were stronger. And again, only we can only see that as a negative candle, uh, Lindsay, when this week's candle is negative. But at this moment, I mean, the Dow is up already 4.5% for the week. So strong. The big test is that 40 weeks.
If you'd gone away on January the 1st with the round at 14 to the US dollar, Chris and you'd have come back on the 1st of July and said, right, let's have a look at my charts now. You'd been away somewhere. You hadn't been able to have access to any prices and you'd seen the dollar round at uh, 17.20 or whatever it was. You would have think, goodness me, what has happened? But what the, the big picture is that at one stage it was 19.34, I think it was, was the low, yeah. all-time low for the dollar round. Today it's 16.91. I mean, which is a thing of great beauty from 1934 to 1691. Yeah. What do you think of the RAND? The, the RAND is caught within two formations. Lindsay, we've got a falling wedge formation that can either imply a weaker RAND against the American dollar, or also we're sitting here with an inverse cup and handle formation that can imply more strength in the RAND. And the critical level at the moment on the RAND is that 16.90.11. It's testing it. That is not only the upper band of that falling wedge, Lindsay, but that is also the low of the week of the 15th of June. So the big test is as soon as the RAND starts to consolidate below that 16 RAND 90 level, the big next test that will confirm that inverse cup and handle formation is waiting at 16 RAND 72. Below 16 Rand 72, my, my longer term view, unfortunately, on the Rand has to be a stronger Rand, Lindsay. Only when it starts to consolidate above 1750 can I expect more weakness. And I know at this stage it almost sounds upset, Lindsay, but then I looked at the dollar index to see if I, we can get some information to support our stronger view maybe on the RAND. And there is a head and shoulder formation on the dollar index, which tells us we can maybe see a weaker dollar. But this is a very volatile currency pair. You know that, Lindsay. So at the moment, you almost you can't even actually look at weekly growth. You almost have to look at it on a daily basis and see whether that upper band on the falling wedge will remain in place or not. Mm. It's very difficult to, to, to analyse the round fundamentally or technically, I must admit. It's, it's so volatile. And that reflects our politics and our economy and our socioeconomic situation as well. So let's forget about the round and let's talk about something that I understand more than any of the things that you've just said, uh, fundamentally anyway, and that is gold. The gold in US dollar terms, I know that in the first six months of the year, in rand terms, the gold price went up, I think it was 45.6%, Christelle, which obviously explains the performance of certain gold shares. Gold now, 1774, 1775, what do you think? 100%. Lindsay, there was a beautiful bullish flag formation that was, was confirmed on that, in that week of the 15th of June. And that was when the, dollar, when the gold index started to trade above $1,730. Now, interesting enough, a bullish flag formation is a positive continuation pattern, which implies that the momentum to the top can continue, which means, Lindsay, that we can maybe see the gold back at 1,800, 1,825. Now, the big test is, will the support waiting at 1,758 remain in place? So we can assume that the momentum to the top will continue as long as, long as 1,758 on the dollar remains in place. Mm. And, Lindsay, the big question now is it's so overboard, you know, and that's everybody's yeah. question. Will the rally continue? I mean, it's had such a massive rally. Will I enter now? No. Maybe wait for another pullback, wait for another bullish flag formation to appear on the graph because there is volatility. It does pull back and rather get in again. I mean, if you want to look at the, the gold shares itself, I mean, I looked at them on weekly graphs 
all of them has started to make higher lows and they're taking out new highs. Harmony, Goldfields, Pan-Africa, DRG, name them. And now it's too late to enter. I mean, if you want to be a momentum trader and chase it, it's very risky to do that. I would, again, rather wait for a pullback, even if it's back to like maybe 10 or 15%, and rather enter it when that stochastic is oversold, when that elastic band has got room for movement. It's so risky to enter at these levels. Lindsay, we, were, we should rather wait for a pullback. Okay, but you're so bullish long term. I get the sense there because you sounded yes. very, very excited when you were talking about the gold price. And I agree with you. Uh, despite the fact that South Africa is only a, probably the sixth biggest gold producer in the world these days, having been number one uh, in the 1960s and 70s and maybe even uh, beyond, the fact is that we still are inextricably linked to gold. Gold is part of our DNA. Crystal, thank you very much. How do we keep in touch with you, by the way? Lindsay, they can visit, visit our website, www.fransdeclerc.com, or they can follow us on Twitter. We've also got a small subscription that we've started for beginners who want to learn about technical analysis, and we call that the Chris hyphen tell subscription it's a woman in a man's world telling it like it is for somebody who wants to learn about technical analysis but youtube social media the france declared website we're almost all over the show lindsay no just tell me about that one though the, the woman in a man's world thing just give me that address again for myself and also for people listening give it's, me that address again no it's www.chris yes hyphen Yes. tell.com it's my name with a hyphen in the middle without the e at the end right. and chris is a man's name and tell you know it's it's the verb tell so that's just a play on words so it's chris hyphen tell.com because we've had so many um you know through the years people who start and then when you when they read the technicals it's a little bit over their head so what we've done is we've started the subscription to, to and learn the base, basics. What does the candle imply? How does it get formed? What is the story that you can read within the graph? What does its specific technical indicator mean? Why do we wait for confirmation? Why, as technical analysts, we sometimes buy something at a higher price? Or why do we wait some, sometimes for something to short it when it's a little bit, you know, we want confirmation of lo lower highs? All of those things get this, um, explained. And it's, uh, it's very affordable. It's 99 rand a month where we discuss one share a week, um, Lindsay, and we also discuss all the other shares that we've caught that's not in profit yet. And we discuss one candle or indicator a week in a video format. The theory for those of them who like to do math and maybe want to recalculate it themselves, it really depends on how much depth you want to put into it. Um, but that is to just get people educated about technical and analysis and to start them for them to start investing in 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 our market a big part of i mean when in with when the tax-free savings accounts were launched in south africa yes. a lot of people had that opportunity but didn't know what to buy and now we're teaching them through technical analysis how you can identify which etf to maybe buy and when to take profit because that's normally the big question where do i take my profit but looking at a graph, you can use different indicators or candles to decide when to take profit. So that's also what part of the, the subscription. We make a couple of recommendations of ETFs and we monitor them until they're in a profit or until we've identified something new. Gosh, you sound so enthusiastic about it. I'm going to go there straight away. Cause... Lindsay, it's my, <laughs> it's my brainchild. I have to be, it's my brainchild. I have to be enthusiastic about it. Okay. I'll have a look. Christel, thank you very much for your time. That's Christel de Klerk speaking to us from KwaZulu-Natal in the Republic of South Africa. And that was Technically Speaking.
The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.